Hello and welcome to episode 18 of DRS Top Picks. I am Scott Vassilotti. Hi, I'm Drew Martin. Hello, I'm Ryan Kite. And we are here today to discuss our top three favorite things to do on our day off. And I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to that because we've been in lockdown for several months now. <laughs> Had a few <laughs> days off, I'd yeah. say. So you probably had a few days off. So maybe you're wondering, like, well, this was my favorite thing to do. What was theirs? Or maybe it's exactly the same. I don't know. Lay down, was. cry, <laughs> <laughs> hold myself. <laughs> long, long, long showers. Long showers. <laughs> or maybe you're going to look at this and be like, what were our favorite things to do before? we were uh, shut down so that's really how i looked at this scott yeah. and and some things i held on to you know throughout the quarantine and throughout life as we know it now the new normal but that is funny that you bring that up because we do have a lot more days off and we have our priorities have changed and our day-to-day -day has changed drastically yeah that's that's totally true i'm curious about this because i'm, I'm wondering out of the three of us here you know who came at it from, all right, I'm going to make my top three back at, like, basing it on, like, back in February when things we thought were, like, normal and, like, I like to do this. Or if it's, like, well, for a couple months we were, like, completely locked down. None of us were – I know all three of us were working from home at one point. Um, no, I, but, uh, I approach this from yeah. any day that I have off. Any time that I had a day off. Scott, you and I have a joke that we love from Uncle Buck where John Candy's yeah. in the breakfast – kitchen you know he's cooking for the kids and he's talking like he's a radio dj and he's like oh you're listening to w i don't have to work today and yeah we we share that level of excitement over having a big day off and for that reason i think about things as my big day off what am i going to do i get so excited to plan and prepare for it and i'll just jump right in my number three big thing to do on my day off is plan a big meal I really relish the opportunity to come up with a solid menu. And it's not just the cooking and the preparation and the execution, but the sourcing. I can spend a whole lot of time, much to my family's chagrin, in a grocery store or multiple grocery stores, going out and finding exactly the right things. Now, this was a little bit more prudent before the pandemic, I could go to three grocery stores yeah, and you gotta worry about narrow it. it down a little bit. <laughs> That's right. I got to whittle it down and I got to do it like a stealth operation now. But it's so much fun to find the exact things that I want to get out of the store, to put all of those things together, to prepare those ingredients. And I'm not a simple cooker. I like to do things the hard way. So that means fire up the gas grill. That means start up the stovetop. That means fire up the oven. That means I've got between five and six dishes cooking all at one time. And it's so gratifying to see all of those things come out relatively at the same time and to plate it and serve it to a big group of people or in modern times, a smaller group of people. But still, the satisfaction is there. The, the, the quest to find all of these things. I got to jump in real quick. And uh, if anyone listening has not had the privilege of Drew cooking for them in his own house, there's a golden rule. Just step back and keep out of the way because <laughs> Drew is going to be head down, moving. There'll be sudden jutting around the kitchen or somebody that he's going to do something. Yeah, he might be good for a conversation for a little bit. But if he ignores you all of a sudden to go do something, don't take offense because Drew's in the zone. 
Well, it's so cathartic. It's something that I focus on and it gives me this, this objective. And I kind of get into this cadence, this rhythm. And I, don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm a great cook. I think I'm just fine. I'm proficient in cooking. But when I get into that zone and I start thinking about each thing as it needs to be prepared and sent to whatever you know, cooking vessel it needs. It just, it really does zone you in. And it's one of the few times where I don't struggle with my concentration. <laughs> it's a very physical thing. So it's like, everything's right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolutely right. I, I have to have my jams playing or a podcast or recently I've been cooking with reruns of King of the Hill. Uh, oh. That's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, just a great thing to take your what mind. What kind of gas source are you using in your grill, Drew? Oh, it's propane. They're, butane <laughs> is a bastard gas, Ryan. <laughs> Let me go ahead and share my, my third pick here. Real yeah. quick. It's, it's, it's on the food world. Um, on my day off, and I, I, I kind of made my list in, in, um, during, like I kind of thought it came out of it both ways. I thought of it as like, from lockdown and also just like a typical like day in like January or something, yeah. you know, when we had a day off. But I like to do this during lockdown and uh, during normal life and it's food related. And that is ordering takeout. Yeah, We order takeout once a week or so. Mm. And I, I and that's like the, like, like the cheat meal of the week where I'm just like, I'm gonna crush whatever I wanna eat. I'm gonna get whatever and uh, and nothing is better when you get like that. Wherever you order from, you go, you pick it up or get it delivered, and you bring it down. And you're just sitting on your couch, and you're and you're crushing whatever takeout that you got, and you're watching whatever movie. And the best is on a Saturday because then it's like you didn't work that day, and you don't have work tomorrow, and you're crushing your favorite or your favorite takeout meal. It it's 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 unbelievable. It's such a great experience. Now, why do you prefer? takeout on a saturday versus a friday i get not sunday sunday everybody's got the dread of going yes. back to work and all that stuff but give me like uh it's the end of the week friday you undo the tie you get home and you're just like katie get on that phone <laughs> order a tie call that I mean, starving marvin pizza place starving marvin. Yeah. i'm in your camp too i'm a friday night i'm a friday guy. night pizza or something else I'm Saturday. I don't know why we've always yeah. gone with. I mean, I've had takeout before on Friday, um, but nine out of ten times it's it's Saturday. It's Saturday. Um, I think what it is because pre-lockdown um, we would do like our grocery shopping and stuff on Friday right after work, hmm. and uh, so we would, and by we I mean my my wife. Um, she would go right after work pick up stuff. And then I guess whenever she got home, she just cooked whatever she bought. And that was like our Friday dinner. Um, so that's why Saturday has been like our, the, the takeout day. Yeah, that's and that makes sense. What's, yeah. what's your, what's your big takeout dream meal? Oh God. Um, I'm a big fan of Thai food. So uh, um, I've been crushing some Thai food lately and also um, ramen. Now, granted, I like to eat ramen, and Drew, Drew and I have talked about this before, Ryan as well. Um, ramen is much better when you're in a restaurant, but on a cold day and you're eating ramen, that that's like the the, the dream. I would Especially say. when it has a little bit of heat to it. Yeah. Shout out to Tsunami and Frederick with that curry broth. Yeah. Ooh. 
Yeah. So good. So I good. I will say I've had some bad luck with uh, some, some takeout lately. Um, just like just kind of a random story here. I don't want to say the restaurant's name, but I uh, I they went know who to, they are. Yeah, <laughs> I went to go pick up my food, and I don't know if this has ever happened to, to you guys. So I get there, and this is like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. So it's very recent. And they were like, "Okay, so like, what's your name?" So I say, "Yeah, I was like, I'm here to pick up an order for Scott." And they're like, "Oh, someone already picked that up." And I was like. Yeah, but I didn't pick it up. <laughs> I didn't pick it up. And there was like this disconnect. It took like a few minutes for them. Like, yeah, like some woman already came by and picked up that order. And I was like, I know that someone picked it up, but I did not pick up my food. So yeah. unless there are two Scots and Frederick who ordered the chicken and the salmon, there's obviously some disconnect here. Um, which granted, I mean, that could be, it's not like I have a, some rare name and chicken and salmon are two rare meals, but it was, yeah, like going back I and mean, then eventually they just remade my food and, and run. Dude, I have You're, a, I have a bad streak with, with getting takeout. And for some reason, every time it's my turn to pick up, we mostly order from the same taco shop. We take all of our friends there. It's the best place around us. We absolutely love it. The last time I went there was in the middle of a torrential summer storm. If the order had been ready at six o'clock when I went to pick up, things would have been fine. But at 6.15, we got hammered with a storm that I haven't seen the likes of in a couple of years. And my brother-in-law and I were watching the just sideways rain and coming off in sheaths off of the cars out in the parking lot we're sitting there with a bunch of tacos and our hands getting cold and we were just so bummed out like man th th it, this just no if these delivery. tacos get wet yeah. i am burning this place down in the rain <laughs> it can't be salvaged but that's can't a great pitch, scott I, I love the takeout thing that's a great thing to do on a day off even if it's a midweek day off you can enjoy yeah. some takeout and make yeah. it real special we gotta find your doppelganger though who keeps stealing your food who steals my food yeah, yeah some Doppel scott, scott out there yeah. evil scott with a giant mustache that he always twirls and stuff yeah and maybe there is like another scott walking around because i wear a mask and I was, I was picking up takeout from another restaurant before and i have a mask on just covering the whole bottom of my face here and uh i don't even say my name and the waitress is like have you like you look familiar have you been here before which i hadn't but i was like how do i look familiar like do i just have like eyes and a forehead like every other person like you know, like is it just it's like a, a very common so so maybe there are other people who look like me and they haven't ordered the same food from me your head is just shaped a certain way what can yeah. we say uh, so my number three is involves a big meal afterwards, but it's what I do beforehand. So uh, everybody, you know, pre-COVID had a pretty nice routine that we all got into. And then life happens and everything gets turned sideways. So I like to think of the more structured times when uh, I could count on working solid hours, do a workout at the end of the day, then go pick my son up after daycare, get him from daycare, then there you go. And usually the workouts have to be pretty quick and stuff. Saturday though, uh, usually like the day off is when I would do the big workout. Yeah. You know? And we, it's, we all, we all like to work out and exercise. And we also all know like that, uh, being able to have, if it's your Saturday, if it's your Sunday, if you're day off and you just have, Oh, that day it's gonna, I don't have a cap, you know, I don't have to, yeah 
rush anywhere. You know, I don't have to do anything right afterwards. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have some fun with this. You know, it's just nice. Like it's cathartic, I guess, because you can actually in a weird way, enjoy your workout, I guess, without having to think about, Oh, I better power through this set. That's right. And you want to like, you might try some things. You might try running a little bit longer. You might try lifting a little bit heavier, you know, smartly, of course. But for me, having a, especially on a Saturday pre-COVID uh, was like the day where when I was still going to the gym, I could be there for like an hour and a half. And I just felt like I was getting away with something. Oh, that's like, it? Oh, I mean, well, okay. <laughs> right. I, saw, nope. I, I thought you spent like six hours there. So walk us through your Saturday routine. So in that case, what I would do is I would usually get up, uh, have a strong cup of coffee, uh, visit, go take a sit somewhere, you know, uh, and then uh, get a uh, get my bicycle and then go ride uh, to the gym. So I already got my cardio going. I would go and probably do like uh, some really heavy uh, deadlifts or, you know, some big push, pull or something like that, you know, and just focus around that and just take my time and what i love and i think i've said before uh saturday mornings uh english soccer's on so i can have my crappy phone uh playing uh premier league (laughs) soccer while i'm listening to it everybody's like oh this guy's really into it right now and i'm like oh i'm just listening to soccer whatever kind of thing and do that hour and a half later hop my bike so you like a round trip like two hours but i mean like for me that's a long workout that's a long workout then yeah. you get back, and sometimes maybe your uh, your wife might have like a breakfast sandwich or something waiting for you. And if she doesn't, because it's not expected, equal, we both cook, uh, then you make your own. And sometimes I'll just make a fat stack of pancakes because I am limited in the cooking <laughs> skills. <laughs> right. I think that's a great pick, and I have to echo that. Yeah. Uh, last year, my friend Daniel and I would spend entire – four-hour sessions at the gym. And of course, we got work done, but then we discovered that there was a theater in our gym. And it was a cardio theater. They had a Blu-ray player. They had all these treadmills. And he and I watched the entirety of the movie Willow at the cardio (laughs) theater. I brought in my copy of it. Now, they started locking up the Blu-ray player after that. (laughs) So I think that someone complained about Ron Howard's magnum opus. But it was great. It was about an hour and 45 minutes of us running on the treadmill watching this goofy movie. I just climbing love it. A, uh, climbing and going back down an emotional roller coaster, right? Oh, I always, I always tear <laughs> up at Willow. I can't yeah, help it. When he leaves film. that village and his wife says goodbye, I lose it. But it yeah. really is fun to just goof around at a gym, have fun, just, talk to friends, just, meet people. Right. It's unbounded. There's no pressure. You don't have to – you're not thinking about, well, where I need to be right yeah. afterwards. Like, yeah. oh, I need to cut this out because I got to go do this silly thing afterwards. On Saturdays, hey, bud, it's your time. Take it. Yeah, absolutely. It, well, I'm going to go ahead and hit my number two here. Uh, that is what I like to call big movie day. Big movie day. And that's where I go and find whatever thing that my wife doesn't want to go see with me. (laughs) And I pack my snacks because I'm notorious for hoarding food in movie theaters. I will go alone. If someone wants to tag along, that's great. But it's typically something like an indie horror movie or a French New Wave movie. 
I hate to sound pretentious or something like that, but it's just not things that people really want to see on a day off. Mm -hmm. I know that I saw It Follows and Get Out and Cleo from 5 to 7 and Creature from the Black Lagoon all on big days off in different cool movie theaters, ones that'll serve you food or have reclining seats or just a more interesting atmosphere. I know that it'll be a long time before we can go safely back to the gym or to the movie theater. And they are both things that I miss very, very much because there's something about that collective experience of going to the theater that is so rewarding. And I always wind up walking out, especially if I go alone and I'm looking for people to see if they had the same reaction that I did. For example, I went to go see the movie Parasite on a day off and <laughs> it was great because about a handful of people or only about 10 people in the theater, a handful of them walked out within, I'd say, 20 minutes, including a couple in their five-year-old kid, which I thought, why are you taking your child to this movie? But anyway, oh, I know exactly what they said. Subtitles. Uh, yep. Uh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and it was it was easily one of the best movies that I've seen in a theater. It was such a, a magnetic experience and immediately i walked out of the theater and i approached these two women who had just come out of the movie and i was just flabbergasted and i looked at them and i was like did you see what i just saw and they were like yeah we did like i can't believe it and we just sat there i didn't know these people at all but i just wanted to talk to them about what we had collectively experienced and there's something irreplaceable about the magic of a movie theater and what you see there and whether it's good or bad or in between, everyone has thoughts and opinions on it. And it's so, it's so rich and immersive. And you aren't looking, if you're a good movie patron, you aren't looking at your phone, you are dialed into the film and you are really appreciating it for every on-scene moment, for every moment that that movie is playing, you are plugged into it. And it's something that I miss very, very, very much. I'll always be a cinephile. I'll always love my big days off so I can enjoy that sort of thing. And particularly when they're showing movies that I know and love, for example, Alamo Drafthouse has done a series of interactive movie experiences. Like Ryan, you and I went to go see Big Trouble in Little China and we were given props. Um, I, we saw gremlins that way in the theater. They gave us things to throw around the movie theater. I mean, it's uh, just reliving our childhood again, you know, it, but they yeah. serve us booze while we're doing it. So it's like, <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. And, uh, Fury road, they did last year at the draft house and they gave us, uh, all sorts of props for that. Yeah. And including cap guns that we were allowed to like pop off and, yep just irreplaceable there's something so magical about a movie theater and i it'll be a long time before i go back to one but i'm so eager i'm so ready i don't care if i have to wear like a hazmat suit i want to be back in a theater i, I, I miss <laughs> i miss going to the movies a lot like yeah if we if we did a future episode where top three things we miss during the you know, while in lockdown movies would definitely be there's a few things for sure. Yeah, I would have to say movie theaters. I, I, I have another point on movie theaters. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one. And if Elliot listens to this, he might slap his head. But sometimes, you know, when I watch a movie outside movie theater, it's easy to have the phone 
Yes. And yeah. I, I'm just like, I thought I saw that, you know, and I'm just like, I did it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's my own darn fault. When you go to a movie theater, when you put a movie theater, when you go to a movie theater, you put the phone down, you know, it's just because it's, it's a faux pas, right? Yeah. So you're actually like doing the thing you're, you're paid to do. Yeah. Right. Versus like, yeah. you know, if it's just on TV or something like that, I'm like, yeah, what's going on in the sports world right now? Yeah, absolutely. And, and really that's almost, again, I mentioned it during my cooking sequence, but there are times where I just struggle to pay attention to things. Mm -hmm. And with a movie theater experience, you don't get bored because it's so big and so vibrant and so loud that it it consumes you in terms of all of your senses. You're really having a, a mindful experience and it's a nice thing now i would like to kind of get back to that i know my brother for example loves screening movies outside at his house he projects them and maybe that's something that you know people will do more often maybe drive-in theaters will become a thing again um i'd really like for that to be the new experience because again there's something irreplaceable about it especially with the community yeah i would agree Cool. Well, Scott, uh, what's your number two? I definitely miss movies. I yeah, definitely. man. Everybody, this is when we discontinue the episode because Scott's really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost picked, um, and maybe this could be like an honorable mention later, but like uh, when I was making the list, I almost put movie related was uh, like been watching, like been watching a show or watching a movie at home um, is always like a fun thing to do. But definitely number two, I'm going to go with taking a nap. I love just taking a nap on the weekend. Wow. uh, And I'm like, I, I just love it. I I love a nap. Um, I wake up really early as you know, a a lot of people know, like I usually get up during the, during the, when I'm, when I'm at school and have to go into the building, I usually wake up around four. Um, so I'm tired and, you know, around like that afternoon time and, and on my days off, I still get up or I probably get up around like five and, uh, and I like it. Like I'm definitely a morning person. I am not a night person. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm, Second the, guy gets, <laughs> yeah, I'm the person like who gets mad whenever I'm like, we're, we're out somewhere and it's like past eight 30 and I'm like, I need to be home. Like I need to get home and go to bed. Oh, shut this God, down. I've seen you. I've yeah. seen you lose it on guitar text at a faint show for going on <laughs> 45 minutes late. <laughs> Hurry up already! <laughs> Some of us have to work tomorrow. <laughs> I do remember that. That was that was not one of my proudest moments. But, um, Whatever, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, that was like 11, 12 years ago. But I definitely, yeah. I definitely remember that. But anyway. Um, like if it's like a Saturday afternoon or something like one o'clock in the afternoon, just, just crush it and like taking a little power nap is, and then you can wake up and then if you do go out Saturday night or you're hanging out with friends Saturday night, you're like recharged, you feel good. Um, well, how long is the power nap? Cause it's different for everybody. I think I probably like whenever I take a nap, it's probably like an average of like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wake up feeling like disheveled yeah. yeah or like drunk on the day if i do more than 20 minutes yeah see i was i want to say that's the one like during summer summer break 
I take naps almost like every day. Like really, yeah. I'm like out doing something at one o'clock and with everything being shut down, I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like, there's yeah, a good chance I'm going to go and take a nap. And yes, I will say when I first wake up from a nap, I feel miserable. Yeah. Feel awful. It's not until later do you get like, you're like, okay, now I feel better. But yeah, when you first- like five hours up, afterwards, you're like, <laughs> wait, I'm still up. Yeah. Uh, nap. Thank you, nap. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a tough one for me. I always feel like I'm gambling when I take a nap, and it seldom happens. I can seldom shut my brain down enough after I've woken up to successfully sleep for any duration of time. But it is nice just to rest your body for a little bit. Yeah. And Scott, I know you're up early because you like to exercise first thing, yeah. and you go hard. Like yeah. you know, I th I think you really push yourself. And once you get to that midday point, it's like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with me laying down. Not that there's a problem with it to begin with. Take a nap. If you feel a nap coming on, take a nap. But <laughs> Scott, you're a teacher. Store up your sleep for the rest of the year, man. Like, yeah. no one, you need that. Because, <laughs> like, when those kids come back, they're going to be fully rested. So they're oh, not going to be taking it easy on you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Ryan, what about you? What's your uh, number two pick? So mine is the activity Bef the night before I had the day off ah, and that uh -huh. is staying up late you know Owen's in bed Jesse told me I'm free for the night I can do whatever I want and I'm like everything's good crack open a beer and go play a game and usually what it'll be is, is I have a couple of friends that uh, uh, I board game with uh, but also have Xbox they actually uh, were kind enough to buy me an Xbox uh, yeah. for my wedding gift. Uh, this is uh, a few of my buds. Uh, and uh, I called them the Xbox dads because they were all with children and they would meet up online Fridays and Saturday nights. And, uh, you know, I would just tag along because I was like, well, we just got home from the bar and I'm going to hang out. So I'll stay up with you guys. So what I would do is uh, these nights that I have uh, the night off before uh, the, the night before the day off, I'll hit them up and say, I'm going to be up to at least 10 30 watch out let's get on play some call of duty anything free i don't want to pay no more money kind of thing you know and i probably will i always hear this there's silence and then in my uh my headphones i hear chris going ryan ryan Kite's asleep because <laughs> i don't usually make it much past uh 10 30 or 11 so, even on my wild boy video so game real quick, Brian, i heard you say you play like call of duty and you have yeah Xbox. i'm not a video game person so you say you don't want to spend any more money if you play online this is a serious question it might be a yeah, yeah, yeah yeah do you have to pay to there like, is a xbox live uh fee you have to pay you have to re-up and this is probably i haven't bought a console in forever and this is part of the reason i don't really I bought the game, man. Like, why do I need to pay money to play online? You know, like yeah. that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, in this case, uh, I buy the Xbox Live and then I get on. Come to think of it, it's probably expired. So I probably have to re-up it or just forget about whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, in my mind, it's just the, it's the it's friends of mine that are and everybody has them friends that you can't see every week or yeah. you know or even once a month you know usually i'll get together and these are my friends i also tabletop with and all that stuff uh uh but in the intermediate time i uh i get online and 
get to talk to them, catch up, and uh, reward their company by falling asleep uh, religiously on the. You really uh, fall asleep while playing the video games? Ask Spencer. Spencer sees me do it all the time, and he'll take the headphones off me if he's over, and he'll play for me. And then they're they get wow. all excited because he's much better than I am. No, they're like, Scott, oh, other you, Kite must be on. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, you mentioned naps and how much you love them, and oh, I yeah. was going through a whole bunch of my photo galleries. Uh, I was making my dad a scrapbook. And what I discovered is that I have about, I, I don't know, I have a treasure trove of pictures of Ryan asleep at various family functions. Oh, yeah. Sitting oh, up yeah. right in like a Barca lounger or whatever, completely asleep in the <laughs> middle of a party, in the middle of a family event. I could make a, a whole photo book of just Ryan asleep. <laughs> I, I, want, I want this book. I, want, I will write a little foreword, a little snore word uh, before it all. But, uh, <laughs> snore uh, word. It should be a bunch of Zs. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Ryan. Nice. Uh, I want this book, please. Uh, but I just got that from my dad. Like, I'm a cat. I can fall asleep anywhere, anytime. Yeah. Like, I... I don't know if it's narcolepsy or not, or if I'm just like, I'm in not off for five minutes and I'll feel really good afterwards. So yeah. there you go. I feel like yeah. that's what's just been happening to me as I've gotten older, you know, yeah. um, just keep taking, taking naps. At times I feel like I'm asleep as I'm laying down. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm not even like on the couch yet. It's like, cause that's the best place to take a nap is on the couch, by the way. I can never go into like, like lay like on a bed and take a nap. It's like I have to go on the couch, and it's just yeah. Because you don't want to miss said, anything. You want to yeah. be in the middle of the action. Yeah. You My know? favorite thing is the car nap, though. Like I love kicking the seat back, cracking the windows, finding a shaded place, and just knocking out for like 15 minutes or something like that. That's yeah. like my absolute favorite. Yeah. Well, let me hit you guys with my number one, my yeah. favorite thing to do on my day off, and that's a big outdoor adventure. Ooh. And it's one of my favorite things to just come up with an itinerary for the day. And usually it starts with me picking a place that I want to go and figuring out how I'm going to get there. Uh, sometimes it'll be hiking. Sometimes it'll be going to another city or to a restaurant or something like that. And whether I drive there or ride my bicycle or even run there, it's just the journey getting there. I know that when we did our favorite breakfast restaurants, we all met at um, Cracker, Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Yeah. And I'd run there from my hometown of Gaithersburg to Frederick and it was harrowing. It was like more than 20 miles of like not very awesome roads, but it was just so much fun to by foot get from one city to another and just be in a completely different place. And I picked up biking again pretty recently and it makes it so easy for me to get from one place to another and still get home and not rely on other people for a ride back. Um, on Memorial Day, I went uh, on my bike out to Walkersville and back. And round trip, it was about 75 miles and I didn't have an itinerary. I just said, I'm going to go and I'm going to explore 
and see who Ryan, I even dropped by your place and knocked real quick to see if anyone was home. I think yeah, just, did you hear my shotgun? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you might have seen me on the like ring.com or whatever. whatever I was like, all right, Ryan's not home. Let's <laughs> yeah. go visit Daniel. I might have been taking a nap at that point. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was just great. Like I just strapped my phone in and I play my music, whatever I'm listening to that day. Recently it's been like the Letter Kenny soundtrack, the Doom video game soundtrack. Pause real quick. The Letter yeah. Kenny soundtrack is highly underrated. It oh is, my goodness! They it's pick wall great to wall songs. bangers. Yeah, it's bangers. Yeah, it's all bangers, and it's it's like eight seasons worth of bangers, all back to back, and it's every type, uh, every genre of music. But there's something about reconnecting with the world. And doing it in a way where it's just kind of you and whatever means of transportation. Um, I really am a sociable person, but on the weekends or my days off, I really like to plan something where I'm alone for a number of hours. And I spend a lot of time thinking about my friends, my family, my life, my experiences. And it's a great opportunity to reflect. And if all else fails, I'll just go walk for hours and make myself a playlist and really try to dive deep on a song um, or listen carefully to an interview and really connect with what I'm doing. Um, it's really interesting because I feel like all of that stuff, it kind of becomes white noise when you're just driving places or commuting. And mm -hmm. when it's just you and the road, however you're you know, getting around, it's really interesting to plug yourself directly into that. And it creates a really introspective experience. And uh, it's absolutely my favorite thing to do. Um, you know, my I usually come back bedraggled and desperately in need of a shower and a big old cup of coffee. And have a uh, dart? Huh? Have a dart? Have a dart? Oh, Letter a cigarette. Candy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have myself a big old stogie. Uh, yeah, or, I'll a take big, a <laughs> or a big breakfast or, you, you know, lunch, wherever I land. Um, I know one of my favorite adventures, uh, it was, it was kind of perilous, but I biked from Gaithersburg to Baltimore to meet, uh, Ryan, your brother, Spencer and my brother, Alex at an oyster <laughs> festival. So awesome. <laughs> and I got lost several times, wound up in some very, 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 uh, you know, unfamiliar places. Uh, but it was just great. It was like I left one city and wound up in another for an oyster festival and somehow I didn't get run over and now I get to celebrate the rest of the day. <laughs> so that's that's my number one, hands down. I love a big outdoor adventure. Yeah. All right. My my number one is a cup of coffee. Ooh. Having a cup of coffee. I love coffee. All right. Mm. So let me just go over my my like why having because you could be like, well, you could drink coffee every day, which I do. But uh on a day off though, having sitting on the couch, pouring that cup of coffee, you don't have to go to work, you don't really have to do anything. It it's just it's so relaxing and then it tastes so good. And I know people drink coffee at work and things like that. It helps them get them through the day or whatnot. I can't, I can't do that. Uh, I mean, I drink coffee before I go to work, but my, my feelings towards coffee is I like to drink coffee um, when I am like, I like to enjoy coffee when I'm like relaxed. 
So like I drink a cup before I go to work, but like I'll never drink it at work um, because like I feel like I'm not I'm not like I like my job and everything, but it's like I'm, I'm not like fully relaxed at at work. Like I don't think anyone really is. So it's like now I just want to have one in the morning at my house and then and then that that's it. But Saturdays, um, yeah, I work out Saturday mornings, and then whenever I get home, when you get that first cup of coffee sitting on the couch yes you you feel you feel like a million bucks you really do like i yes. feel like i could i could take on the world just by drinking that you know that cup of coffee right there um there's no better feeling that's my favorite thing to do on a day off that first cup of coffee now hold on uh what yeah. are you guys doing for a roast that's kind of important for that uh special saturday cup like where oh, do you I get your coffee from I have a I have a couple places like I've um um I'm man now my mind's going kind of blank. We on. get whatever's on sale at Aldi's, you yeah, know. So it's say, like the hazelnut infused. I don't know, throwaway bean. The oh, the baby, on, you know, <laughs> they got some whole bean organic Guatemalan coffee at Aldi, and it's less than five dollars a bag. Oh. and I will crush that puppy in no some time lady, uh that we yeah somebody we saw last saturday uh i just saw she had a different bag of coffee and i was like how is that she goes i'm here for a reason i was like oh my aldi has top-notch coffee i've been enjoying i got a bag while i was in um Asheville last year my okay. sister just sent me a bag from ithaca new york i love savoring my cup of coffee in the morning scott that is the best that what is a right wonderful now, What thing. I'm drinking right now is just regular, like, Dunkin' Donuts coffee that I bought mm. from, from Costco. Yeah. Um, but um, I do, I do, because uh, that's really what I like. I like, I don't, I don't like Starbucks and uh, um, a lot of the, like, some of the, the, like, those type of places, I guess. Like, I don't, I just really, like, you. I could drink Folgers and I would be, like, fine. Like, I really like. But probably my favorite types of coffee is like when we travel in the summer and I'm at just like some hotel, the the coffee that is in the lobby, I will crush. But then if the I two go star to, like, hotel cup. Yeah. because uh, <laughs> I go free. to some like artisan place sometimes, I'm not yeah. like it's not for me. Now, granted, I have been to some of those places and it's been like amazing. Like the best coffee I've ever had was in Hawaii and it said like that Kona coffee. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, I remember when I was there last summer, I bought like a bunch of, I, it's like expensive, but I was like, I don't even care. I'm like, I'm just buying this joker. And I bought, I bought a bunch of it. And, uh, and uh, that was, that was the, out of all the trips that I've been on, that was the best thing that I've ever bought was the Kona coffee from Hawaii. Nice. Now, Scott, I'm curious, yeah. are you just sitting and drinking the coffee or what are you doing? Because my thing is, I have the like little NPR app on my phone. Yeah. So I'll listen to whatever stories are on there. And I do a crossword puzzle because I'm like 95 years old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NPR and a crossword puzzle. Yeah. I'm going to check my finances. And yeah. <laughs> wonder how the stock market's doing today. Me and Kojo Namdi are going to share a cup this morning while we do the... <laughs> The LA Play Times him crossword. And words with friends. <laughs> it depends on it depends on the season. Um, yeah. With it being warm outside, I like I have a swing out in my backyard, so I like to sit on that and drink a cup of coffee and just be outside. And I'll listen to a podcast, or I will listen to nothing and just kind of sit out there. Um, That's nice. Yeah, I tend to I tend to just listen to like 
99% of the time, I just put on a podcast, sit outside on a swing, and uh, drink my coffee, which I know sound, makes me sound also like I'm like 85 years old. But uh, I like it. It's relaxing, and it's fun. It's um, your, dude, it's your thing. It's your day yeah. off, man. Like, don't apologize for it. And, That's um, it. The, or if it's like cold winter or whatever, and I can't go outside, um, I drink the coffee and then I, uh, will either listen to a podcast, um, or I will, I would just put on what, whatever TV show or movie that I was in the middle of watching on Friday. Um, I'll just put that on, uh, Saturday. So it depends this time in the last couple months, uh, several weeks, it's been, uh, that cup of coffee and then just sitting outside on the swing. That's awesome. Well, with that, Ryan, do you want to hit us with your number one? Oh, drum roll, please. This is real exciting. Motorcycle rides. To those that want to have an opinion, please, you're entitled to it, but reserve for yourself. I do have a youngin, and yes, I do have a motorcycle. So that's life. I have... Uh, actually, going back to my days in college with uh, you, Scott, and Drew, and living with Drew, we used to have uh, mopeds that we would uh, barely functional, but we learned how to clean them out and get them uh, to run. And I think I was hooked ever since. So being able to just hop on something with a motor, rev a throttle, and just go. Uh, not so much on a moped, but now, <laughs> especially the scooters that we had afterwards, we were able to do that. So yeah. Um, I've been, I've had my motorcycle license for probably eight years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started with a uh, uh, Honda Shadow Phantom that I got from a friend who uh, he uh, and his wife were expecting. So he sold it to me and then uh, we had a kid. Then I sold it to another guy because, uh, well, we had a kid. And then uh, three weeks later, I got another motorcycle because I missed it so much. So. Yeah. What I do on my, uh, when I get a moment to myself, like maybe like an hour or two, it's not so different than you, Drew, I guess, when just kind of aimless, just go out and, uh, uh, you know, I have, uh, you know, Bluetooth headset so I can listen to really only like audio things in the, uh, the headset, not music, because it's just so tinsely. They're not yeah. good speakers, but I'll throw on an audio book and just ride, you know, for uh a good while and everything because i just i'm out here in frederick so there's mountains there's curvy roads it's not that dense on the weekends you know like people are going certain places but you know i mean we all know this like 10 minutes from where we are we can get out away from people and all that stuff uh it's just a nice break i guess because I spend a lot of my days sitting in a, in a cube, uh, driving a car, you know, with my loving family. And then it's kind of like my thing, you know, like something I can do on the side, you know, and, yeah. and uh, go just together. And you can also do it with uh, a few friends. Uh, before then, it was easier. Now it's a little tougher because, you know, you're, uh, you're trying to catch people and stuff, you know, in the right way, I guess, you know, while also minding social distancing and stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean that's a it's for me it's it's a stress reliever. You know, yeah. I think uh I kind of live to the the mind that if you're going to have some kind of vice, you know, like everybody needs a way to release or de-stress, this yeah. is my way of de-stressing. You yeah. know, and I think while it has its own dangers, you can still be pretty safe on a motorcycle. Uh and this is how I choose to 
let go of that stress, just long country rides and stuff on weekends. Absolutely. I see a lot of parallels between our number ones, Ryan, especially uh, I ride bikes with a mutual cousin of ours uh, mm. north of the city. And you can go for miles, miles, miles and not see anyone. And it's stunning. It's so scenic. You get up to like Catoctin and, you know, Jefferson and all of those different areas and the vistas that you see. And when it's early in the morning and it's just you and the road and those stunning views and you feel this liberty and independence and freedom that really are restorative. I, mm -hmm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that's an awesome pick. There's just yeah. a feeling, I guess, like we just, again, being on something that, uh, uh, I, I guess like I kind of also liken it to being, uh, when we go horseback riding as kids, you know, just, it's so different. I guess then how we conventionally would get around as children and stuff. And this motorcycle, I mean, I do it so infrequently. I don't get to do it as much as I want to, yeah. but it's different enough. So I guess like it's every time I do it, it's a unique enough experience so that I remember doing it. If that makes sense. Like it doesn't well, feel like the other times. Personally, I can't wait for you to get a sidecar. So you and Owen can go around looking like Hagrid and Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm gonna need some for help though, growing that beard. <laughs> for our listeners, Ryan's Ryan's a, a very tall, statured man, and I don't think he's very dissimilar hair-wise from Hagrid. So right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, get on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse, I'm gonna borrow Owen. You just hang out for a little bit. You're not putting our one-year-old in a sidecar. Oh come on! I got my helmet and everything. There's extra padding. There's paper yeah. towels in that helmet. Come on. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us on our top three things to do on our day off. As always, we totally encourage you reaching out to us on social media. We'll be posting this to Instagram and Facebook. If you're at all interested in coming on the podcast and you have a topic in mind. Do not hesitate to reach out to us. We are more than welcome to uh, bring you on to the show and to have a spirited conversation with you. I don't know what our next topic is going to be. It's anyone's guess. Hopefully it won't be like top three <laughs> things we're doing to stave off insanity during <laughs> the, these tough months. But uh, again, thank you for listening. Uh, Scott, do we have uh, an ETA on our next episode? Um, let's see, uh, I have to look in the calendar, but probably by, what is it, the middle of July? My guess would be early August would be Great. probably the cool. next one. Cool. And then, uh, yeah, we'll kind of go from there. Um, yeah, so I'm Scott Vassilotti. I'm Drew Martin. I'm Ryan Kite. Thank you easy. for listening. Thank you.